social workers, persons working in institutional settings, and those with comorbidities. For this phase, we will be activating many more sites for vaccination in the public and private sector healthcare sector. SAFM, your COVID-19 lockdown talk radio station. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. Of course, it's still Wednesday, and you know what the segment is all about. Hashtag business on Wednesday. We've caught up with them before. We're catching with them. We're catching up with them again. That's one eight nine Exchange, the home and job hub for job seekers who have lost their employment as a direct impact of the Section one eight nine of the Labour Relations Act process. We'll hear more about the progress they've made since they started working over a decade, I mean over a year ago I beg your pardon, of course, if you remember it was around about this time when we spoke to them for the first time. They'll tell us about the employment opportunities that are currently available for retrenched job seekers strategies to quickly get back on the job hunt if not then in the job itself and we'll also talk about the top five mistakes that are still commonly made by job seekers and um, I almost bet you one of those mistakes has to do something with a CV, or if not a mistake, one of the advices they will give you is how to tailor your CV in such a manner that it catches the attention of the recruiter. Perhaps we should start there, Pagame Mtegu, who is the founder of 189 Exchange. The CV, at best, at best, I would dare say one has two minutes allocated to one CV by the recruiter. If in those two minutes, they don't impress. That's it. And I bet it's less. Uh, you're lucky if you get two minutes. Good, af- good evening, sir. How are you? I'm well, man. How's it? <laughs> I'm well. I'm all thanks. Good to Point be taken. One is lucky to get two minutes of one CV being reviewed. So 10 pages of a CV is not going to help one, is it? It depends. It depends, you know, who is reading the CV. But definitely within the first, I'd say, 10 seconds, the, the recruiter already knows if they're going to use this profile or not. And so you really have a very small window to capture the person, you know, in whatever eventuality, you know, people are different. You know, you find some recruiters looking for long stories and looking for detailed, you know, accounts of, of, of your background. You know, you get some who, who, who despise cover letters and then you also get some who really just want to read the cover letter and their shortlist and then they'll come back to the profile a bit later. So it really depends. So you really want to strike your balance of, of, of information of, of you know a profile that 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 encompasses your achievements um and also you know your responsibilities um and also what you as a person are looking for because remember you're you're an individual you know you're not just a machine you're not just a resource so you really have to try and strike a balance and and at one at nine exchange you know we advocate for for less is more um less is more and you have to you know in your communication strategy you have to consider that you're going to be in touch with, with, with a number of people in a, in, a, in, a, in a number of different ways. So you might be in touch with, with an HR coordinator via telephone conversation that needs to speak the same language as what email you're going to send to them um, half an hour after your conversation. And that also needs to speak you know, in, in uniform to how you interview. Um, and and how you conduct your interview. So again, you know that's that's probably point number three. Um, you said you got fired. So 
So you want you want you know a communication strategy that 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 is consistent, and and that can be you know that that speaks sort of the same tone and the same language, and and it gives the potential employer a really strong glimpse into into who you are, and and I think that that what differentiates you know those that will be hired now. And, and those that will remain, you know, outside of, of the working space. And so we advocate for that. Well, when you're in now, one in nine exchange has got a lot more institutional memory and um, IP that it has developed in the year since we last spoke. What can you tell us is now happening in the space of job seekers that perhaps people ought to be aware of? Um, I think the first thing, um, probably one of the biggest things that, you know, um, we, we, we are constantly, you know, t- telling anyone that will listen, especially our job seekers, is that, you know, they, there's so many job seekers and there's just such few job opportunities at the moment, Butsungas. And so what that creates is, is, is a phenomenon that is called the hidden job market, um, where some companies are not even advertising their opportunities anymore. Um, for 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 whatever reason, you know, um, the main reason currently is obviously it's quite expensive to 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 advertise um, and also to go through recruitment agencies. Um, it's, it's quite a costly exercise. So a lot of a lot of companies are now tapping into their own you know social sort of space. Um, they're using a lot of social media, a lot of LinkedIn, and they're using a lot of direct sort of referrals and. And, 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 and personal social capital of, of, of people within the hiring process. So what that means is that, you know, as a job seeker, as a potential candidate, your role then becomes primarily to make yourself a known candidate, right? So whether you're known by the, the, the hiring manager, whether you're known by the recruitment coordinator or the recruitment manager, or whether you are known by, or, or your job search is known by people close to you who are then able to put you in a position where should there be an opportunity that is not publicized, that is not advertised, um, which is happening, you know, more, more often than not, you know, now, then you are finding yourself in a space where you are getting a shot. And so that is probably the biggest thing to make yourself a known candidate. In fact, there was a study that was released a couple of years ago by a company in the U.S. called Lee Hack Harrison, um, which, which said, or their finding was that 85% of new hires are people that were previously known to the company. And so that is a shocking stat. And, and you know, in, in other parts of the world, you know, you, you call it whatever, you call it corruption, you call it nepotism, you call it whatever you want to call it. But the fact remains mm. is that 85% of people that get employed are most likely people that were previously known to the institution. And so, so essentially what that means is your network is your net worth. Net I'm sure that's not something absolutely. people are hearing for the first time. How does one absolutely. go about doing that without crossing that critical line? Because invariably it could and should work out for the best. I mean, there's nothing wrong in if I want to work at organization X and I do what is above board to get myself at organization, etc. By yeah. the time that they call for CVs, mine is almost anticipated, but without necessarily crossing the C word. And that's yeah. corruption because of some ethical lines that cannot be Absolutely. compromised. How does one Absolutely. do that? Yeah, I think, you know, there's no, there's no right and wrong answer. And there's no foolproof method. As I said earlier, you know, different recruits and different hiring managers prefer different approaches. And I think um, that's where then, you need to have a really strong 
um, you know, job search project. And you really have to think about it um, strategically and, and, and have some, you know, strong pro- you know, productivity measures. And so, for example, you know, you have to do away with that what will people say or Bazotin Avantu syndrome. And, and you have to, you know, involve other people in your job search so that when you do go, you know, and find um, your, your, hi- your potential hiring manager on social media, on LinkedIn, or, or on any other sort of platform, that you you know who they are because you've you've created a strategy and you've got your top twenty companies that you would absolutely love to work for, and then you've got another twenty sets of companies that you wouldn't mind working for. In fact, you'd like to work for them, but they're not really in your top in, in your top thirty percent. And then have another list of about another forty companies that, if you had to, you would you wouldn't have a problem. You'd be able to build your career within them, and 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 before you know it, you've got potentially about 80, 90, you know, organizations that you, at any given point, your social network, your, your social, you know, media, your LinkedIn, your, 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 your friends, your family, you've got these conversations that you can be having with these people. Let me ask you a question, but song is, who are you likely? You, you, bro, you probably will. You're, you're a smart guy. <laughs> who, you, who would you rather, you know, be in a position to help? Or who would you go an extra mile in helping. Someone who comes to you and says, hey, Putsung, um, I'm, I'm looking for a job. Please let me know if you hear anything. This is what I do. Or if, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, Putsung, this is who I am. I've known you for, for this amount of time. Um, I know you used to work for Company X, and they are one of the companies that I, I'd love to work for. In fact, I've got a list of X amount of companies. It's this and guy. It's this guy. It's this guy. You see what I'm saying? Mm. This guy is saying to you, I don't need you to find me a job. I don't need you to help me find a job. Through us. Really, I'm funny through us. You understand? <laughs> I just want you to help me, introduce me to the person, um, or tell me a bit more about the organization, or give me an individual in the organization who can tell me a bit more about the culture, about in the event that I do approach the hiring manager in, say, the finance department. Don't for a moment think you are not speaking to me. As you are exactly. saying this thing, you, you, you're not necessarily speaking to the person at home. You are speaking to me, 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 Exa- me. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I appreciate that. Now, yeah. how does, hmm, I don't know. I had, a, I had a lot of questions and I'm just looking at the time <laughs> and I'm listening to my earpiece. You're telling me I've got less than two minutes to go. Now, I've identified this company. I've had a conversation with the recruitment manager or somebody within the company. What is the difference between persistence and nagging in this context? Sure. Um, I think you have to agree with the person. I think if, if you've been fortunate enough to sit in front of them in a job interview or or, or, or to, to be given their email address by them or, or to be given you know, an opportunity to, to give them a call, I think you have to play open cards. And I think that's where, again, you have to be extremely personable and you have to be honest with them and say, listen, I am I am in a position where um, urgently, my job search is an urgent matter. So I could call you every day, but I need you to tell me, what do you prefer? Do you prefer me to give you a ring once every two or three weeks? Do you prefer an email? Do you prefer a telephone call? Um, how would you want me to reach out to you? And when do you foresee that the opportunity that we've discussed might become available? You know, So you need to just be personal. And I think that in itself, you know, is already making you a likable person and that's already making you someone who they can see featuring 
in in their organization because you're not just you know imposing yourself but you you are partnering with them in your job search which really they have nothing to do with they are just looking for a resource whenever you know they, they, they are looking for it and whenever they are ready to, to fill the position so you become a partner which is easier for them to then not see you as a nag but rather someone who is, is keeping tabs and keeping in touch and again remaining a known candidate and remaining top of mind yeah, very well. No, we do appreciate your time. Thanks yeah. for those insights. Let's do hope that it just, I mean, it's all about behavioral change. And let's hope that these suggestions, because of the IP you've picked up in the last year or so, will help many, especially the persons who are retrenched, who don't want to get used to the unemployment space. Pagama, thank you so much, sir, for your time. I'm so chill. Thank you. Mr. Pagamem Tegu, the founder of 189 Exchange and bearer of good news. Let's hope that what little you took out of that, you will actually, what little, go and implement and see if whether or not your fortunes might change. And should they change, please do give us a ring and let us know that it worked out. 2132, goodbye, folks. I'm not on tomorrow. I'm not on the whole of next week. So you and I have a date on the 10th of May. Do enjoy, keep safe, and yeah. May whatever you touch turn to gold. Bye-bye.